Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Right? It's got every sound in it. It brings joy. It's 100% joy. Channel 941, one of those Young Gravy stations. (laughs) You know that format? They just play Young Gravy. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, that's the only channel I listen to. They uh, This station, you know, we've been here for so long. They ought to give us each an hour to play whatever song we want on the playlist that's in the system. That that also used to be when... uh, when the uh, DJ went crazy and he took over the studio. Yeah. Right. It always was because they were changing the format of the You're radio like, station. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Later on, you'd read in the paper that Crazy Dan and crazy. the Dandelions were fired. <laughs> <laughs> Dandelions. They would lock themselves uh, in the studio and play the same song over and over again. I guess. But that can... would be a damn good choice, man. Some Young Gravy. <laughs> young Gravy rocks. I mean, I want to have a cocktail with the guy. It kind of makes you know, me think I, about when Gold Digger, Kanye West, Gold Digger came out, and it was like, why don't we just play this all the time? I, exactly. This exactly. is all anybody wants to hear. I just hope Young Gravy doesn't go crazy off the off the ledge like Kanye has. That would no. be too bad. Yeah. All right. What's trending's coming up next? There was a whistleblower, Twitter whistleblower on Capitol Hill yesterday saying um, they don't know what data they have and anybody can get a hold of it. Oh, wow. All right, we'll get to that next. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Here's your Channel 941 news update with Molly on the Big Party Morning Show. So yesterday, a former Twitter executive turned whistleblower was uh, giving some testimony up on Capitol Hill and basically was telling the senators there, look, that your stuff's not safe. He's like, well, he, he worked tweets? At, yeah, I mean, just uh, the information that we have. He said Twitter's protection of user sensitive data is so lax that just about anyone with an account has reason to fear for the security of their accounts. I always thought of my was, Twitter account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they can well, find celebrities out. always would call it a hack every time they sent the wrong tweet that didn't go. 
the that right direction hacked. of the country. They'd go, oh, that's politically insensitive. Hacked. That was hacked. <laughs> Where's the security on this? Wiener picks, all that stuff. Hacked. Mm-hmm. So they, oh, you so remember they, what was that guy? Andrew Wiener? Anthony Wiener. Yes. Yeah. What a name and what an act. Yeah. I was hacked. Somebody... Sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. Those... Nobody wants to see your wiener. Nobody hacked your wiener picks. You sent them. You're the hack. You actually took uh... them. So it started there. Um, this guy that's the whistleblower, I guess he's a former hacker and used to work for the Defense Department and then went into the private sector and started working at Twitter. So it's it, he kind of knows what he's talking about. He's sort of like, you know, one of those robber barons that's turned w- good but he said it would be a gold mine for foreign governments or intelligent agencies if they wanted to, you know, go ahead and hand this stuff over. Um, I, I think it's just always so interesting because he's talking to a room full of senators and those guys are like 750 years old. Yeah, like, don't you, don't you remember them- when they grilled Zuckerberg and everybody thought, oh, he's going to get it. And then you could tell by their questions. They were like, sir, how do I send an email <laughs> to my grandkids? Yes. And Zuckerberg exactly. was like, I'm fine. <laughs> I All wanted right, to well. wave at a friend. And they're like, nobody does that anymore. How do I send a wave to my granddaughter? She likes the Lizzo. He's like, sir, I don't work at Facebook. I work for Twitter. All right, so the whistleblower is blowing whistles. Oh, All yeah. Right. Uh, possible freight rail strike has Amtrak canceling three long-distance routes starting today, including one that runs through Omaha and much of Nebraska. Now, California are these, Zephyr. Th- these are the passenger ones, right? Not yes. Supplies. Because they share the same track with the supply chain. So if the supply chain trains stop, they're, co- they're, they're locking up some track. They just don't want to have their lines out there okay. getting right. stuck out there when uh. the strike starts. Gosh, what a disaster. This and it what, could though, be huge. When that California strike. Zephyr, because it starts like in New York, um, when it gets to Omaha, man, that is a fart freight liner. Oh, wow. <laughs> Those people have been sleeping in their clothes for four days, and they're headed to L.A. I'll bet. L.A. Can you imagine? Uh, so I, I guess. I'm the- cool because I don't have a uh, smell. I can yeah, sit through that. Oh, my God, uh, you're perfect for bus travel. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> Head on down to the it bus station. Like nothing. Mm. <laughs> Tell you what, the worst part of being, being having a no hobo smell. gets on the bus. You can sit here. <laughs> the Open worst, spot here. Worst part of not being able to smell is when someone says, that stinks. You're like, oh, God, what is it? You know? <laughs> I mean, I was hugging on Simon one time, a Simon Side Eye Simon White Dog. And then somebody told me, who came over later that day, he said, oh, my God, he smells like roadkill. And I'm hugging on him. I'm like, what the hell? But then you said that you've been playing with him all day, and then yeah. Wileen was like, he's been rolling in his own filth. <laughs> like a dead animal. He's rolling around in a dead animal like dogs do. And I'm like, oh, he's adorable. Give me. I never, ever hug you. Comes but I'm to Wileen having to hose you off again. <laughs> That's the only reason why he let you touch him. He's like, this dum-dum doesn't even realize how bad he's going to smell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go well, ahead. That's too bad for the Amtrak because we were talking mm-hmm. about how great it would be to take that lovely train through the mountains, especially this time of year. Yeah. Yes. I have a buddy who has taken that train a million times, and then one time he decided to take it to California and back, and apparently has a lot of spare time. Uh, and he said that was the worst part of it is getting past Colorado. So he said he'd never take it all the way there again because he said it was just boring. You know, you don't in comparison to what you see. You know, you yeah. You used mountains. to la- you used to land, and I'm sure you still do. The train station in Denver, 
was right at Coors Field. Uh-huh. You know how neat that is yes. in Lodo? Uh-huh. It's you, still psh, there, I think. It spills you out, and, like, the, it's, oh, it's awesome. There's also a train that goes up the West Coast that I've heard about. Yes. Have, bucket list, just even to drive up the West Coast. Yes. I've never done that either. This I know, where the Pacific be, Coast Highway. Yeah, this train going up the West Coast is supposed to be amazing. Can you see the wildfires? Probably Ooh. go right through them. <laughs> it's a new, it's a new Disney of, of attraction. It's the fire version of Snowpiercer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're uh, like on a planet that's completely inflamed. I thought uh, there was some sort of like person video where yeah. it was they were on the train and they were going by the wildfires. Probably, I'm but sure. But I'm saying there also has to be a bad movie. There's there's probably six different sci-fi movies that involve two hours of a train just driving through fire. Yes. Snowpiercer, that was the one the train just kept on going and they were eating each other or something, right? Snowpiercer is the one where it's a train going nonstop through snow. Yeah, through snow. I remember that. Circling the the earth. It's an ice planet. Oh, God. That's... I don't want that. Well, because we tried to uh, fix the weather. Oh. We did one of those things where we did, like, the cloud seeding, where they're oh. like, we're going to throw this stuff up here, and then I'll, like, so and then don't it. rule it out. You could see it in your lifetime. And the only people left on Earth lived on the train, and the whole... It was status, um, right? Status. status was front of the mm-hmm. train was the president. Okay. Yep. Back of the train was us. <laughs> They and, eat us? and Chris Evans. Weren't they eating kids or something like that? They didn't know what they were eating. They were giving them paste. Yes. And then you found out that the paste was like bugs and stuff. Because <laughs> as they made their way up towards the, because there was a revolution. And then in Snowpiercer, they start making their way car to car to the front of the car. And man, some of the stuff you find out that you were eating or right. living like. It was kind of, oh, it kind of oh, borrowed oh, from oh. That, that sci-fi movie where they lowered the, the food down into the prison oh, cells. Oh, that one? Oh, my God. Because in Snowpiercer, in every uh, train car you're in, you think you're eating better than the car behind you. Mm-hmm. But you're aspirational. You're wondering what they're eating in the car in front of you. What are they eating? And, like, it's going downhill, the quality. Okay. The quality yeah. of food, like it does. It's Not bugs. It's kind of a human centipede situation. Wow. So it's kind of like a government cheese situation in the in, in the back, but it's not cheese. Oh, it's not cheese. cheese. No. I'm going to watch that tonight. That sounds like It's anyway. really good, actually. Yeah, it is. I remember it, but uh, yeah, that's just something good to rewatch. So when the strike so. ends, let's all take a train. Okay. Yes. Take a train. First ever <laughs> over-the-counter birth control pill could be on the horizon. FDA uh, met yesterday. They're making a decision whether to consider the first birth control pill that could be sold without a prescription, um, eliminating the need for, you know, having to go to a doctor, make it easier for people to get contraception. I mean, it's like the biggest in-demand thing. What's the end around, though? People just getting it bootleg? Like they get all their drugs? I don't even know how that you would get. uh, Molly, you... You're You've got to get female. a prescription. Yeah, I is mean, t- I. But is it tailored to you, or can anyone take it? You know what I mean. Well, there are certain things where there are a bunch of different kinds, and it depends on the hormone levels or the estrogen levels okay. each pill has. Um, so your doctor may be like, "We're going to start you off on a low dose, and if that doesn't work, we'll bump you up." So there is a certain amount of finesse, I would imagine. Based on what I'm reading about this particular pill, it's probably a very low dose. And it's it's not the kind that would be, you know, just for some people, um, but it would be the pill, a daily oral contraceptive pill. Um, Again, you guys got to go back and watch Mad Men. Yeah. You never watched it. Yeah, but Peggy, the main character, it's the 1950s and she goes in and, you know, gets the pill, has to ask a doctor for the pill. And it's kind of controversial. 
Yeah. And he writes her prescription. He's like, all right, but just because I'm doing this, I don't want you to become the town pump. Oh. <laughs> you know, on a bicycle, everybody gets to ride. And then he, like, flirts with her. It's horrifying. <laughs> the town pump. That's what, right. I'm like, oh, my God, it probably was like that in the 50s. Probably. The like, he guilty, like he guilt trips her. Hey, Peggy, I know your parents. And then she's like, can I get on birth control? And he's like, you're a slut. <laughs> are, you ready sure. to, are you ready to have that conversation with your kids, Molly? Now, Mara, that's yeah. not, oh, God. Um, they're getting a puberty talk at school on Monday, and it is just the hot gossip all I mean, around get, the playground. Do you have to get out in front of it, or do you yeah. get, or you trust the teachers? Or um, well, this is the thing: is that my kids go to Catholic school, so it is a uh, it, it it's a directive from the archdiocese. Okay. So we all sat in on a um, presentation on Zoom the other night, where they're basically showing us what they're going to show our kids. Oh, and I'm that's like, not interesting. They show you to prevent yes. you from complaining later. They show you because you can... Give you the presentation. Yeah. Give you the presentation because uh, they're, they're opening it up like you can opt your kids out. Like, I don't want my kids to learn mm. about this, or I don't want... I mean, so you can opt out of it. Uh, but it was very interesting what they... Because they separate the girls and the boys. And there's the girl message and the boy message. And they're kind of different. It's yeah. very interesting. What like, did you think? What was the squirm level? The squirm level was more like it was very throwbacky. Like it was very like girls and boys are different. You're like, okay, we're going with that. So they haven't okay. really upgraded the same speech we got. No, because <laughs> ours was the same way. They separated us. Yeah. And they put us when they put us back together. The girls looked different. Like they'd gotten a talk from the nurse. Like, yes. You're a woman now. And ours, the gym teacher just read the paper and farted for three hours while they got <laughs> Pretty the talk. Much. Yes. And then they brought us all together and they showed us a film strip with a diagram of boys and girls. And they were like, "You're soon you're going to get pubic hair in these areas. Wow. And a boy in our class fainted. <laughs> and everyone was like, you're never going to, you're going to have to switch schools. You got to leave now. They'll be talking about that for 20 plus years. But it was pretty simple. Um, All right, yeah. I don't know. I mean, did you learn on the playground or did you learn from playground. your parents? Talking? I didn't learn from uh, school. I went to public. I didn't I didn't learn from my parents. <laughs> I just God, I no. Know they never how gave, I learned. They never gave you any talk? Nothing? No. No, no not till I was well into my, you know, I was like into my 30s or whatever. Then my father jokingly go, why don't you sit down and let's talk about the birds and the bees? <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. Dad, I could actually tell you some things. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. We'll be back. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Please remain on... Listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, next hour, we've got that word for you where you can uh, win tickets to Lizzo in Kansas City, including a hotel room. So that's not too bad. Not the too shabby. Secret Lizzo password that unlocks unlocks a weekend of joy in Kansas City. Yep. Yes. What, a, a couple Fridays into October? Mm -hmm. The 14th? I believe so, my friend. It looks like it's on... Uh, October 14th, Friday night. 14th. Friday night. October. I That's thought nice. you were going to say, I believe I can I, fly. I believe I can fly. Can you touch this guy?
I can touch the sky. <laughs> I don't think I can fly, though. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ryan Reynolds woke up to that gift this morning. He went in and uh, shared uh, his visit uh, on camera to uh, get a colonoscopy. And as I'm watching, it's like, well, that's interesting. It's starting reminding me of you, Jeff. But uh, they turn over and all Why? of a sudden I can, because you, you, they're cameramen and sound people in there. And um, and as, they, as they're talking, they're showing us his colon. I'm like, I don't want to ever see that. The inside. Yes. Thankfully, they didn't show us the entryway. They just showed us the post-op and the picture of like, there's his yeah. polyp. You're like, Everybody it looks like Ryan, anybody's inside. It says inside. Ryan took viewers with him into the colonoscopy procedure, showing the moments right before and after. Mm-hmm. Yes. As but for he... how he felt about putting this milestone on camera, he teased, we're effing filming it, <laughs> which is also just like awful. And then they showed what, the just the... The it's inside. sort of like a pink journey to the center of the earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's because you've taken all that go lightly. Yes, all that go lightly. It's pink. Like Is it? When my stepmother... Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. you're 100% pink. It's it's neat to see the video. It looks like there's movies, Journey to the Center of the Earth, or whatever, where they're going through the tubes and the canals, and it's all clean and pink. But it doesn't look like that today. No, you got to clean it up first. It's oh. kind of like a dirty car. You know, your car's white, but it looks gray because it's so dirty. Uh-huh. Once you wash it off, it's white. When we did that documentary, the guy, <laughs> I'd never seen this before, so we literally did the Ryan Reynolds. We filmed this gal. We're on the outside. We watch him put the camera and give her a colonoscopy, and then the guy, you know, you're watching the inside, and this gal's clean as a whistle. Mm-hmm. We saw him remove a couple of polyps. Oh, And weird. then the doctor, the cancer doc, was like, all right, this is what a bad one looks like. And he popped the tape in. It was horrifying. It was like going through a haunted house. Oh, really? <laughs> like the cobwebs. Oh, my God. No. I didn't know that. Yes. It was I like going around that. corners of the darkest, scariest haunted house. Oh, my God. You're like, what? Don't go th- Don't go down there. You're like, oh, my God. No, we have to go down there. <laughs> no, I don't want to. to. You're trying to push like, your friend in the front. You're like, you, you go, go first. Down there. Oh, God. I going go. around a corner when the goblin goes, shh, gives you the shush. <laughs> Haunted houses open up this weekend, by the oh, way. Oh, they do, yeah. Just go ahead and wet your pants. You're like, oh, <laughs> so my God. This, this is one of those reminders to get a colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. What, you can start asking at 50, I, I believe, right? He well, was 45. He said he was 45, and he was able to get well, one. Well, the so doctor maybe... pushed him because he said uh, at the end of this thing, he told the doctor, thank you so much for pushing me to get this thing. Maybe he has a family history of some sort. If you have a family history, That's you absolutely I'm... need to do yeah. it because it's genetic. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, my... Uh, my mom lost her mom. Her mother was 40. Oh, oh it's so young. So, young. It's- so I had, I'm the third of three kids. I'm the youngest. And I kind of had to push doctors to let me do it before. I think I did it before 40. Okay. Or maybe shortly after. And it was There's- kind of a fight. And, and here's what I repeated. Like my mom's got it in the family. All her docs say, go get it. And my brother and sister had both gone in and had one done. And after... My brothers, the doc, knew my sister's results and his and was like, do you have any other any family members? And my brother was like, I got a little brother. He goes, get him in. All right. Like, you guys got it in your family. And it's super, if you can get out in front of it, it's never a problem. Mm-hmm. You just get a colonoscopy mm-hmm. every five years. Yeah, that's it. Um, I hate how they're so withholding. And it's not the docs, it's the insurance companies. They're like, I don't know if we're going to be able to get this uh, approved, you know. And you're just like, well, if you have this long family history... This is considered preventative. I don't understand, but it it can be a, a big obstacle. It's kind of like your tonsils. It's your tonsils too. Well, I would it's say it's thing. like a mammogram. The reason why there's pushback is some people consider it what invasive or yeah, you know. Yes, 
A mammogram's not invasive. They just squish your boobs. Yeah, I mean, they're not poking the, anything the, the at you. Push back on why sometimes they were saying don't get them all. You know, what, what, what was the controversy? Remember, you used to go back and forth on mammograms of when to get one? There was talk about um, just the necessity of it, but it's the radiation because okay. you're, I mean, you're getting, it's an x-ray, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're zapping you. So there is a certain amount where it's like, if you don't need, even though an x-ray isn't crazy amounts of radiation, they, you know, they tend to like not want to give you radiation unnecessarily. The, so that the, tends to all be right. okay. the, the first time I was able to get the green light for colonoscopy, my doctor uh, was a hockey doc. He does like all the local hockey teams. And that's what we would always talk about. And finally, I'm like, look, I'm asking my mom. I'm asking for my mom. Will you please green light me for this colonoscopy? And the guy goes, we'll see. I'll let you know. The nurse will call you. He goes, anyway, you playing in that big hockey match uh, <laughs> later on? And I go, no, where is it? And he gives me the details about this, this pickup hockey game and kind of gives me, like, he didn't invite me, but he told me where it was. Okay. So I leave the doctor's office and I get a call from the nurse like two hours later. And she's like, you've been greenlit to have a colonoscopy in three weeks. I show up uninvited to the hockey thing and I go in the locker room and throw my bag down around a bunch of hockey guys. And I go, hey, doc. Hey, I'm all excited. I just got the call. They greenlit me for the colonoscopy. Thank you so much for letting me get a colonoscopy. And everyone's like standing Why in their are hockey you? pants. And yeah. The doctor's like, don't talk to me. I don't know this man. I don't know who this man is. They're I'm like skating around on the ice. <laughs> My butt's going to get scoped. Yay! Right. They're like, who's the guy excited about getting a colonoscopy? Man, you got some weird patients, Doug. Thank you so much, Doc. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're going to get to Molly's Minute in a second here. What's up, Molly? Things are heating up, apparently, between Leonardo DiCaprio and, you know, 27-year-old aged Gigi Hadid. All right, we're going to get to that next. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Good morning. All right. Leonardo is hot and heavy. Who is he dating again now? Gigi Hadid. Gigi the Hadid. supermodel. Okay. Yeah. They're getting to know each other, apparently. Um, you know, it just was announced that he broke up with his girlfriend, though, even though we just found out they broke up earlier in the summer. So it's yeah. not like he's hopping on to something else quickly. But the crazy stat was, is that. 25 and under. He's never dated anyone over 25. And it's always been supermodels. Yes. yes. And he's always dumped them at when they hit 25. And she's 20. So Gigi's 27. So everyone's like, is this real love? But did we ever know of a bad breakup? Like, how do you pull that off? He's never had a bad breakup. And that's a tough skill. Yes, it I is. I mean, to love and leave him mm -hmm. without any bad reviews, that's kind of an impossible art. Yeah. Um, Does he do NDAs, I wonder? I don't I, know. I, I, do you know what I mean? Why would they? A non-disclosure agreement. If you yeah. got money and power, be the only way. Because how do you have that great track record? That's what I was saying. Like, for that many and that many closed mouths, well, I'm like, maybe, that seems like... Well, we're painting him like he's a monster behind no. closed doors. He's he, Maybe he's just... We all know a nice guy that is just nice But that loves guy. that many and moves on at 25. That's what I'm saying. It's sticky. Yeah. There's feelings. Yes. No. Just saying to have that many secrets kept you just wonder if there was like a little help in or the form of an NBA superpowers, or that yeah. just shows how badass Leo is I think he's badass look how he is just in life he doesn't hide he just is out there and within reach probably the nicest guy ever 
Um, so yeah. <laughs> you so this, see that? And do you have a old You still have his posters on your wall. Yes, I do actually. <laughs> yes, I do. So tell us the story, Molly. What's going on? So they've been seen hanging out in New York um, Fashion Week, I guess, is uh, going on. And so this has been the whole scuttlebutt. They're all like, well, this is strange because, you know, she's 27, which I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, I hope, like, if they're, they're taking it slow. They're spending time together. I just think it would suck dating as a celebrity. You know, think about all the casual dates you went on after you broke up with somebody and you're just sort of like, I don't know, just feeling things out. But it's reported on. Every step of the way, it would just be yeah, being watched. It, but they—that's the only life they know, right? Um, so he's spending time with her. Apparently, they're having a pretty nice go of things. The Emmys were a complete bust as far as ratings go. TV's biggest night was the smallest in history. Um, they're saying viewership fell twenty-five percent. And you can win an Emmy for an Emmy telecast. Yeah. Like, that's an Emmy Award Best Award Show. Is it so really? that's not going to win the Emmy. No, no. it's not. You this can? year's Emmy isn't yeah, even going to... Yeah. It's a television award. I guess There's you're right. various levels of them. Best live, you know, <laughs> broadcast, TV. best live award show. Yeah. A I lot like of them the are grand. now, they're called technical awards that we don't see on TV because they're not as exciting. But mm-hmm. okay. uh, right. sports telecasts, all that kind of stuff. So the number one network... Um, out of the Emmys was HBO, HBO Max. They had 38 statues that they took home. Succession was a big one. Uh, White Lotus was another one. Um, Euphoria, those were the big things that pulled in. And then Apple TV had Ted Lasso, and that was the big one for them. So you know people run out and watch those shows now, right? Mm-hmm. You play catch up after the award show? Yes. I got to watch Dope Sick, and that's the thing. I completely forgot that this is the year just seems like an inexhaustive amount of time that I forgot that Dope Sick came out in this last year. Really that's, how like, I, that's how I am with Lasso and everything like that. It's just like, wasn't that two years ago? But right. yeah. Lasso would be a good balance with Dope Sick because Dope Stick Sick is really good, and you'll rip through the first three or four episodes, but it's depressing and makes you angry. Okay. Where Lasso brings you up. All right. So it's kind of like dessert after a bad meal. It makes you feel good. Well, and it's a true right. story. You're just going to get angry. Oh, that's why I've been staying away from it. But yeah, you should watch too. it because you should know. Okay. Remember, that's the Oxycontin mm-hmm. and Pardue Pharma, these jerks. I mean, it's, so, it's a real story. Yeah, it is. Well, and then that Amanda Seyfried, she won for playing the Theranos lady. Okay. I mean, that was the other one that was, you know, w- w- I keep trying to remember the name of that show because there were like two different shows about that. The yeah, there was the documentary. Dropout. The, the Dropout. Yeah, Dropout. then it was the show. Okay. She won for that, huh? Oh, God, she was so cringe in that. I mean, if she you watch it, weird, you're like... She did that weird voice, remember? Yeah. Because the real girl had that weird voice <laughs> because she wanted to be Steve Jobs, and she was immensely intelligent, but... Yes. You know the danger of those people that want something yeah. so bad? She was putting the cart before the horse. Fake it until you uh, make it. Freshman year in college. Mm-hmm. And she would tell everyone, I'm going to be the next Steve Jobs. I'm going to invent something that's going to change the world. <laughs> and people would be like, okay, what's the invention? Blood. Yes. Wouldn't it be great if you could just take one blood test? They could find out everything that's wrong with you. And they're like, all right, come back when you've invented it. I mean, Give she, me money. You know, she, okay. was already cut, money. she was already cutting corners. and Oh, she had a lab and everything. I mean, it took line and sinker of everybody. But. All right, we got what's trending next. Uh, and we also have uh, that special keyword for Lizzo. 
Uh, Lizzo and KC. All right, Molly, what's up? Science may have found the secret to getting a crying baby to fall asleep. Oh, that's we'll huge. Yeah. That is huge. We'll get to that one next. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. This is the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941.